The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medianomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. One year ago, we had initiated the plea for keeping Medjugorje.com online. Many of you came forward and responded, and we have been able to keep the site online and have made a lot of advancements. One of the advancements that we had made is the ability to be able to do a lot of recording on location or when we're not here at the Radio Wave studio, to be able to still be able to broadcast. And so a friend of Medjugorje is actually joining us out of town today. So we're going to begin by asking a few questions. First of all, you recently released the new book, What is the Devil's Government? It's a pretty power-punched little book here that uh, we've gotten a lot of response to. But there's one particular part in the book where you mentioned about the third-party media. I'm just going to read very briefly what you wrote there. It says, the third-party media is referring to those sources that insert themselves between you and the original source. So we must ask ourselves, why feed on what someone else said? For example, about what the Pope said. Why not find out exactly what the Pope said? The implanted information system between you and the source must be bypassed and replaced with other direct sources. So, 
question is, is this is originally coming from 2006, 2007. What exactly was it that you saw back in 2006? And I'm assuming that this is not something you just saw in 2006. It's probably something that you saw years before that, but you didn't get a chance to actually put it down in paper until then. What was it exactly that, that you saw that the media has become a third party source? Because your journalism used to be considered, it, it was a, it was an honorable, respectable profession. So what was it that you were seeing that made you believe that the media was essentially nothing but third-party information? Well, I remember being raised a certain way to look at things more from a truthful or accurate position. And that was a gift, really, from parenting and the men that mentored us, who we listened to, who would counter what they would say on the news back in the 60s and even the late 50s as we was being raised, and having a sharp eye that people don't look at what the surface is being told to them is always accurate. And I dealt with different things as I grew up, and I got older, and saw things in the media, whether it was be I used to ride a place in our town where we lived, and be with cops that the stories would appear in the next day in the newspaper, was not accurate. So this just didn't come out of the blue or what people are saying now about the media. We lived that as witnessed and we saw a lot of things that was happening in Birmingham that were completely inaccurate and exaggerated, twisted and as false truth. So we always had suspect in our hearts of the media. And you can't always take what they say as gospel. And one of the most wicked things in our world today is media you say how can you say that and i hear a lot of people saying today well it's the first amendment right there's a lot of media out there that's given accurate news there's a lot of media out there that's not and one of the greatest tools of satan is slander defamation creating scandal it doesn't mean if it's true or not the bible teaches us not to spread that just spreading scandal breeds more scandal because people say well i'm not that bad and it lowers the bar for everybody. It's easy to be good today by just reading the newspapers. Well, I'm not that way. But if somebody read about you and how you live on a daily walk a hundred years ago, you'd be scandalous. And the media is responsible for this. Hollywood is responsible for this. The degradation of society. And one thing you can see in what I wrote in 2006 was already a philosophy already in my heart. It's about media. What everybody's saying right now was wrote back then. That's, that's 11 years ago. And it became only clearer through the messages of Our Lady. And the whole book is based on that. I'm telling you today, if you want to understand what's going on, whose side you need to be on, you get the book, Look What Happened While You're Sleeping, and read it. Many of you have it at your house, or you have access to it. I think, Riaz, you can verify this, but you can download it free. Look what happened while you're sleeping. If you can't afford it, we'll send it to you. But you have to read this to understand what's being said today and why it's been said the way it is. It's a lie. And you can hear things that the president say, and you'll have people right after that, the next day, changing it around. You can't get accurate information from the media. Is it all media? Practically all media, because they're in sin of slander constantly. They're in sin constantly of slander, 
defamation of character. They look for negativity. And if they can't find what they want, they create negativity. So to answer that fully, when I begin to see that, it's been my whole life. And a lot of the older people can see this. You cannot listen and digest what you hear on the radio, television, any of these places, news sources, except for the source itself. You have to go to the source. You have to listen to what's being said. If you want to know about Obama, you need to listen to what he's saying. If you want to know what Trump's saying, you need to listen to what he's saying. If you want to know what Francis is saying, you need to listen to his own words, not what they say he said it. And that book, Look Right How to Where You Sleep, and explains that. When you read it, you'll be educated and you'll be more fine-tuned about how to see through what you just heard, no matter how they say it. I know I'm hearing today from people saying, after what Trump did last night, speaking in front of Congress, that he's moved and he's changed. He didn't change anything. He's doing what he's always said he did. And people say, well, now I can accept him because he's acting more presidential. He's been saying things. He didn't say really anything any different last night than he's been saying. But the media wants you to think he's compromised something. He's changed his ways. And he has matured. That's true in some sense. You cannot trust the news information and the intake you take. And what you brought up in the issue, Riaz, is a third party, is if you hear somebody say something or you know somebody said something and you download their talk, you can get that information just as easy as any news person. A newsman taking something to tell you what the president said, or a little 30-second bite out of our talk, you cannot base that. They twist it, they change it, they alter it. And you're not getting the truth. I worked with 2020 ABC. I worked at the top producer at 2020. And he told me, quote, we let the viewer feel they've been treated fairly, and we lead them where we want to in the end. What do you think about that? Out of ABC at the time, who was given control of basically 80% of the world's news. And this was 30 years ago. So what do you think has now gotten better? So to answer your question, we have to get rid of the third party. You have to do your own research, read the whole speech, read even through the Vatican News Services. Even through the Catholic News Services, which is the bishop's arm of the news, don't trust that stuff. Because those writers, one of them, Wooden, I think her name's Cindy Wooden, don't trust anything that this woman writes. It's garbage. In fact, the book is written about her or another news Catholic writer. It is a must for you to read this book. Okay, so to what you were just saying, because you covered a lot of topics just now, and this has a, been a very pertinent issue, especially just a few weeks ago, uh, there was a, an article that was published in, it wasn't Catholic News Services, but it was a different news service, and, and it was Catholic-based, and they were quoting something about Pope Francis, and, and what this writer says, and this is, I'm going to quote you exactly what she's saying, or what, exactly what she writes in her article, and she says, saying she's talking about a reference to something that Pope Francis said about this, a superstar Virgin Mary. And this is what she says, the superstar Virgin Mary who seeks the limelight, the Pope insisted, quote, is not Catholic, unquote. Though he didn't give examples as to what he was referring to, whenever Francis brings up the image of the Virgin as a postmistress, many think of Medjugorje in Bosnia-Herzegovina, where some believe she's been appearing daily since 1981. Now, 
people immediately were contacting us and said the Pope said something about Medjugorje. And this is an obvious, clear example of what you were just talking about just now. How can these people really even be trusted? Well, they can't. Did she say that she was making fun of the Queen of Peace? Well, yeah. So, so actually, actually, the title of the article says, and I'll, and I'll read the title of the article. It says, Pope denounces restorationist orders, pokes fun at Medjugorje. That was that was the actual title of the article. Well, you can't trust these people. You can't you can't take anything to say. I was just with a Monsignor priest who's in Rome, whose bishop is the Pope, who was with the Pope the day before I was with him. We had dinner together. And during that meeting, we had his brothers inside the Vatican. And I won't tell you his position to give away that who he is, but we was discussing this about what the Pope's saying. He says, don't trust anything the media is saying about the Pope. Just because you hear that, that doesn't mean what he says. You have to go to his speech. You can't take three words out of it under quotation marks, and then they explain what that three words are. Go look in the Catholic newspapers. Look where the Pope says and see how little they quote him compared to the verbs they said what he said he said. Shouldn't you be suspect at that? Especially taking things out of context. You can do anything. You can take my voice here and make me say anything by editing and putting words together and, and turn it into something completely vile. And the media does that. But I'm just telling you, I'm with somebody right next to the Vatican. His brother's in the Vatican and he's dealing with the Pope. And he's a bishop. And this man told me, this priest, that what you're hearing is not Francis saying these things. They take it out of context. They're very professional at it. They did this with the speech last night with Trump. They were saying that he, they did a fact check. I read some stuff today. They did a fact check on some of the things Trump says. And I'll give you an example of what they said. They said that Trump said there's 94 million people out of work. And they said, we did a fact check, and his facts aren't correct. There's only 7 million people out of work. You see what the media does? They want to discredit what Trump said. But if you know the facts, if you kept up with things, and you realize that there is that many people out of work because those people, Obama, quit counting because they're no longer drawing unemployment, because their unemployment ran out, and so these many millions, tens of millions of people are working now and they're not recorded because they, they wiped it out. Obama didn't want that shown. Now, I knew that as soon as I heard because I'm informed. I'm watching this stuff. And most people hearing that would say, well, fact check says there's 7 million people out of work. That means there's 7 million people on unemployment. And that contradicts and makes Trump look like he's lying or exaggerating or don't know his facts. And that's just one thing I heard about the talk last night. It's like this over and over and over. There are tens of millions of people that aren't working, that no longer draw unemployment because they quit looking for jobs. See, that changes the whole scenario. And that goes for the Pope, the President, or you, or anybody. You have to go to the source. And you read it. And you're smarter than the news people. You don't need them put it in a 10-second bite. Because you can't get the news that way. You can't get the gist of a book by reading a paragraph out of it. Okay, take a whole book. And you read one paragraph and explain that book. Can somebody explain it to If you read the whole book, can you explain the book in one paragraph? No, you can't. You're leaving out a lot of details. But they purposely do this. There's an alignment of evil to aligning and opposing another side. 
And look who these people are. They're in bed with each other. They support each other. They came up about 12 months ago of a list of major news people that are dictated by three or four news sources that they collaborate that story that they make up. This is all out there. You just have to do that research. Well, picking up where you, from where you're talking about, you, you wrote in Look What Happened While You Were Sleeping, you, you wrote about, I'll just quote exactly what's written in the book. You said, imagine what would happen if thousands of Christians began canceling their newspaper and cable subscriptions to revolt against the anti-God propaganda that everyone knows is present in these news sources. And with their canceled subscriptions and close a letter of why they're canceling. And then you go on to say that the the fact that Christians don't do this is what encourages the media to continue to do what they're doing. And you say it's not really a shame upon the media, it's a shame upon Christians. And then I'll continue quoting. You said, quote, We do not accept that we are to be in the world, but not of the world. And so Satan continues as the Pied Piper, while Christians blindly follow after him. You must act by disconnecting from these sources. If you do... Newspapers will decline and fold, as some are now doing. They depend on us, so quit depending upon them as your information source. And it's interesting because President Trump continues to refer, especially to the New York Times, as the failing New York Times. Yeah, the failing New York Times, because it's true. But that was something foreseen 20 years ago. I just put it into words 11 years ago. And these papers will fail because they're, they're godless. What they do, what they promote, is against biblical principles. They destroy people. They destroy many, many good people. And the ones that they are accurate on, they're making scandal. The Bible says, don't be scandalous. Don't make scandal, even if it's true. So what's the source of these things? Satan. And so they hide behind the First Amendment. A nation's got to have a free press. Nobody's arguing that. Trump's not arguing that. Nobody else is out there on the side of trying to change this nation to make it better. What they're doing is saying there's bad people out there. And we have a right, the First Amendment, and speaking out too. And to denounce these people. The best way to denounce them is what I wrote 11 years ago. Cancel your subscriptions. Don't use these papers. Don't go to the sources. Don't tune into them. They'll fail. They've already failed. CNN News only has 300,000 people that tune into them or so a day. There's talk show hosts that have 20 million people a day come to their show at some time throughout the day when they're on two or three hours. I've looked at the stats. One individual compared to CNN getting many, many times more people. And yet the commercials that go on, they receive, keeps them funded. And how that works is... IBM wants to do advertising, and so they buy a package from these groups, and the leftists run that. And they'll ascribe a lot of these commercials to CNN News or these other failing places to keep them propped up. They don't have the ratings, the Nelson ratings, to get what they get. Because the companies, too, also have their people on the left working this way. The whole entanglement and connected evil that propagates this stuff. This is why I said several weeks ago, out of division comes unity. We need to pull out. We need to pull away from this stuff. Let them fall. 
because they're going to fail. They can't continue. They're doing it only by hook and crook at this point. So, you know, we're running a little bit short on time now. We obviously can't cover. This is a very broad topic. But one question I do definitely want to ask is, had there not been a free press, we probably would not exist as a nation. And so for for many years, journalism was a very honored profession because we we know that without that voice there, without someone to question government, question motives of government, that that it's a very dangerous thing. So how are you, how do you reconcile the two between what you're saying about the third party media, which is in complete confrontation to this present administration and a lot of the principles that we stand for? And the need to have that media source that does question, that does bring to light things that should be brought to light, uh, or at least making things exposed to the people that there may be co- even corruption in government. How are you? How do you reconcile those two principles of things that you have to have? Well, we have last night this speech to Congress by Trump, and we see these things that he says. And you don't need no commentary from somebody else. You're not low IQ'd. If you just look at this with common sense, you'll see and you get everything. And yet they repackage everything today. So I read this whole thing. And it's not anything new that he said last night. A couple of things were new. But generally, it's what he's been saying. But it's not what the media's been saying he's saying. You go there and how you reconcile this is that you look and see who's telling the truth. And it's not what what Trump is doing geniusly is bypassing the media and he's going over and over and over saying similar things so he can get the message out to the people who hear him. And when they hear him, they say, well, God, this guy's thinking more like I am. He, you mean he wants to protect Christians? You mean he wants to protect our nation? You see what the Democrats did if you read about it. Or maybe you saw it. We don't watch TV. But the Democrats, when they booed, when they talked about Trump starting something new, a voice, which is about the violence of illegal immigrants who's killed and their family members been killed by it. So he started a whole support group for this. That's a good good. But the Democrats booed. Shame. Shame. Nobody brought that up. I hadn't read anything about that hardly. But if you... Research it, you'll find what they did. What does this tell you? Why is all this alignment toward one group of people? Because it's not against Trump. It's against me. It's against you. It's against Our Lady. It's against those who won't change in our society to become more moral, to become more just, and to do with this nation and what it's founded on. And thank God this country exists because it does bring peace to all nations. If we didn't exist, evil would rule over the world. And God's doing something right now with this nation. And if my people do what they do and they pray and repent from their evil ways, I'll heal their land. We see this happening right now. And you can pinpoint it when you have all this evil and these evil things and elements and people and media and different structures, infrastructures going against one thing so violently to destroy them. You can find out where that's pinpointed to, hey, that's something God's doing to that person. But when you speak against what we know is right, 
and we support that, it's not about individual. It's about us. This is all comes down to one thing, the Virgin Mary. She's bringing about change. And you say, well, well how do you know that? Because Ali's been doing this for 35 years. She's here to triumph. You're going to see things happening. And if you don't look and you don't recognize it, you just go by the media, you think it's all bad. But what we're seeing now is division. A beautiful division because we have good separating from bad and it's not going to get any closer. There's not going to be any unity. You've got to cross over one chasm to the other chasm because there's a big abyss between it. And one's going to come out clearly on the good side and one on the bad side. And our job is, is to be on the good side, be on the satellite, to bring those people on the dark side to our side. And we are winning with that. That's what our ace plan is. To convert the heathen, the pagan, the non-believer, the one who has never known the love of God. We want that happen. But we'll never do it until we stand strong. Our lady just gave the message for the 25th saying that. That the people who know you and see how you live will want to be like you. That's what our lady relayed. So this is astounding stuff that's taking place now. And it's tragic that even many Medjugorje people, we just had a Medjugorje person write to us. Somebody showed me the feedback. And she said, I don't trust anything out there. She actually asked a question. I don't trust anybody out there at Medjugorje.com. In many ways, we take the place of media because we're saying what heaven's doing. And the biggest news today is the Virgin Mary came and blessed the world. The biggest news today on this day of Medjugorje is that we got a second of message that came in. That's the biggest news in the world. And you take those and treat that message today that we'll talk about tonight, put it on like glasses, this, that you got bad vision, because we have bad vision as a church and as a people now, and as a world people, and you put that message on just like a pair of glasses, they give you 20-20 vision, then you see everything in the light of what is evil and what is bad. So tonight's message we'll speak about is just that. It's the news of the day and of the moment. There's nothing bigger than what Our Lady did today in speaking to the world. And so with that, I leave you with these words. That you don't need anything else. You don't need the media. You don't need NBC. You don't need BCS. You don't need CNN. Yes, there's some conservative people. But even those don't always come from a biblical standpoint. They're looking at, we're going to do things through politics. No, things are being changed right now through God, through His daughter, the Holy Virgin Mary, who's bringing us to her son. And we are to grow holy through these things. And remember the message that she says. That call down the Holy Spirit because once you have the Holy Spirit, you have everything. And that means everything in truth. If you learn how to listen and watch and discern. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye.
The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Metronomic Show with a friend of Mechigoria. To order this show on CD, you can contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205 Six seven two two thousand.